Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Bit of a sliding door moment for me this week, Matt O'Kain. Oh my God, don't even get me started. I, I thought it was a sliding doors moment when the word bloody guavo came up on my wordle. <laughs> Guano. And I'm going for my streak. You mean guano? Guano, whatever it was. I was. I'm. Isn't it I'm bat on, poo? Isn't that guano? I only yes. know from Ace Ventura. I'm on 99 today, man. <gasps> Tomorrow is the day. What? You're going to leave us hanging over the weekend? I'm, yes, I'll let you know on Monday. I'm dying here. Like I literally, I woke up feeling ill today. Did you get guano in six? It got it right on six, man. I oh, almost bro. vomited. <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I'm telling you. You almost put a little guano in your panties <laughs> there. Exactly. Um, now. Yeah, well, it is. You, you sometimes have moments in life. you gotta, you got to choose. And I was walking along the street this week, and I saw one of those people who, you know, we get it sometimes, you know, it's very kind when you say it about our show. Like, you know, when something funny happens, you're listening to a podcast, and you're sort of laughing, and you could be on the train or the tram or that yeah. kind of thing. I saw someone walking along, just sort of smiling and giggling, and I'm like, oh, that's a person listening to a podcast, surely. And I'm like, oh, can I get some content and sort of like ask what podcast are you listening to, you know, kind of thing. So I had that moment in my head, but I'm like, oh, I was running late, but then I would be funny. And I'm going to let you know what I did later on in the show. Okay, well, we've got a very big Friday for you, Alex Dyson. Before you get to the end of your story, we've got Fergus Neal, great young comedian, Popping in, we've got a uh, a bit of a moral question. Also, we've got mailbag. It's going to be an absolute ripper. So let's jump right in. Hey, it's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Woke or joke? Oh yes. <laughs> Do you like the new sting for my new segment? Woke or jo- joke or woke? Woke or joke? Well, which way is it? Well, it's, it's up to us to decide, Alex Dyson. We're, we're going to be the uh, the guess who's of this business, trying to figure out what in the news is woke or a joke. You know, woke being in the good sense. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm generally like, yeah, good. I've seen some excellent videos recently of like someone coming onto the news and just like, it's just this big woke brigade who are doing that. And they go, and the host asks them, okay, what do you mean by woke? And they're like, oh, like, you know, like, and this one woman's like, they want to teach empathy in schools. Like, <laughs> the person's like, okay. <laughs> um, well, look, hopefully there's no jokes when it comes to teaching empathy in schools because yep. I would definitely say that's mm. woke. But I do want to start, Alex Dyson, with a story that has been uh, blowing up across news media and also on TikTok. It started with uh, TikTok creator and founder Marissa Jo Mays, who's gone viral. For doing what is called bare minimum Mondays. What do you think about bare minimum Mondays, Alex Dyson? Um, okay, so she has a job. Yeah. She puts in the bare minimum at her job on a Monday. Yeah. Goes home, but gets paid full rate. Yeah. Okay. So, That's, but here's think, here's the thinking. Here's I think the thinking. people have been doing that for years. <laughs> it just has yet to be labelled. So. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Oh, mate. There were some Mondays on our radio in our radio career where you were getting less than the bare minimum from me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. If we were talking bare minimum chips, you were getting a few rotten peels. That's about it. 
<laughs> a um, few okay. soggy crisps at the bottom of the bag. Um, yeah, so look, essentially what Marissa is saying is, look, we can't stop working mm-hmm. even across nights, weekends, etc. Plus you're wanting to have a life. So you mm-hmm. get to the, the you get to your Sunday, you start thinking, oh, I've got so much to do. It's all piling up. And then your Monday, you're freaking out, you're anxious. Mm-hmm. Whereas Marissa just says, I am going to literally just do what I need to get through. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. That's mm. probably the difference that we've been doing it for years. We have been doing it for years, but the guilt that comes with it, yeah, it's unhealthy. Whereas Marissa goes, nope, <laughs> I ain't care. I'm going to do bare minimum. And that is how, who I am because it will help me. What industry is she in? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Marissa does um, admit that she uh, does have a rather flexible job. If she's um, an anaesthetist. I mean, they're very good at what they do and it's essential, but it's dangerous. I'd want them on doing like at least moderate work on a Monday. People just waking if, up halfway through. Like, yeah. You might know, need a bit more than the bare minimum for me. Yeah. Please, Marissa. Be a solid serving. Thank you, Marissa. But, you know, she's uh, heading the, um, the marketing department. Well, look, to be fair, Marissa is a self-employed TikTok creator and startup <laughs> founder. <laughs> Wait, what? So she doesn't have a boss. Does she have a boss? I'm telling you, this is what she says. Yeah, but does she have a boss? Well, she's a TikTok creator and all I'm seeing here is a TikTok creator and startup founder. This this is unbelievable. You're dropping now that she doesn't have a boss and she just can't be bothered making videos on a Monday. And then she does make one about not being bothered on a Monday. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, well, I was going to say. Speaking about uh, self perpetuating nuclear fusion, like how well, does the sun burn? It's Marissa. Uh, Okay, well, here you go. I was going to rate this as someone who was a stand-up comedian and actor for a very long time. And honestly, my bare minimum Mondays was just going to Coles and looking at food recipes in the magazine section to figure out what I was going to eat for lunch, dinner. That was my bare minimum. And by God, it got me through. Wait, hang on. When you didn't know what to cook for dinner tonight, you walked into the supermarket. The first place you went was the recipe aisle. You opened the book. You didn't buy it. You just looked at a recipe in the book. Yeah. And then you went and put the book back on the shelf. Yeah. Went and bought the ingredients yeah, and cooked that, that that night. That was my day because I had nothing else to do. And I'll tell you what, it got me through the week, Alex Dyson. I am here for Bare Minimum Mondays. And I reckon that this is... That is so... Woke. Oh, what? Yep. Okay. Well, look for uh, everyone else out there just doing bare minimum Mondays as a social media influencer. All right. Well, that's 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 my woke one. And let's see what we have uh, next. This is an interesting story. This could be controversial, Alex Dyson. I feel even nervous bringing it up. Uh-oh. Did you hear about the news anchor that got fired? Was it this lady? We're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But... He's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. <laughs> no, no, it's not that lady. But okay. this person did get fired. A Mississippi TV meteorologist and news anchor, right, got removed and taken off air after quoting this. A shizzle, my <laughs> Talking about Snoop Dogg 
And uh, when the idea of a Snoop collaboration with the newsroom journalist was raised, according to Deadline.com, uh, Mississippi Morning News anchorwoman Barbie Bassett said that. For shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> and everyone said, nope. You no. Not. That's say in that. between saying the N word and then going the whole hog with a hard R. <laughs> but I mean, okay, here's the thing. Which would right. be, that would be out the door. Oh, you gone. wouldn't even, you wouldn't gone. be able to finish the word before yeah. you'd be going to the test holding pattern. With, All right. Even with an A on the end instead of the ER, that's gone. But I mean, I don't know personally. <laughs> You're looking at me like personally. Go on. <laughs> personally, I don't have an opinion, <laughs> nor should I. Nor should I. <laughs> Look, I just don't think that anyone's used that word derogatory really before. Do the, you know the, what I mean? the double zetter. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one's yelled that at you know me from a car like in an angry way. <laughs> I'm not like, I've never been like, oh, damn, you know, that's mean. Okay. Are you allowed to adjust your hose's nozzle? (laughs) Okay. Am I allowed to say I adjusted my hose's nozzle? Is that, have I? (laughs) Only if you're part hose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I suggest you step away if you're not, okay? Look. I don't know. Personally, I think that this one, I think it was harsh. I think it was a little bit harsh. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that maybe there's just a bit of education around this Mm -hmm. because Barbie might not have even been thinking like, you know, really thinking about what that even means. Yeah. Like it it sounds like just words unless you actually go, oh, it's because of this. The suit means because of that instead of that word. Like you're like, oh, of course. But yeah. like, if you're just sort of quoting a song, it's a bit, it's a bit tough. So, for those reasons, I'm going to say that this is that is so. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. I reckon that's a bit of a joke. All right. Well, I'll ask you this one: How do you feel about you know rap artists such as Kendrick Lamar mm. at a particular point in the night saying, "Who wants to come up and sing a song with me?" And if they thinks they know the words to the raps. Everyone's putting their hands up. He selects someone, says, bring her up. And I've seen video footage of this. It is what appears to be a Caucasian person getting up, sings the lyrics to Kendrick's song next to him. But as soon as she starts dropping a few of those words, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. Down we go, please. She's like, you picked me to sing. I didn't know I had to Sense of the words. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Is that woke or is that a joke? I'm going to leave that <laughs> to you listening for your decision. Woke or joke? This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. I don't know what to think of that. Now, Matt, you and I have been doing this podcast for a while now. And with Melbourne International Comedy Festival kicking off last night, uh, we thought we would get a gentleman in who claims that he may be responsible for the mere fact that this podcast is even <laughs> happening. It is the one, the only Fergus Neal, comedian extraordinaire. G'day, Fergus. Good to be here, boys. Lovely to see you again. Well, hold up, Fergus. All right, I'm really intrigued to hear how you, of all people, think <laughs> that 
me and Alex Dyson doing this podcast together is somehow you're doing. Well, it wasn't from me originally. It was from the Beacon of Knowledge, the Daily Mail. They're the ones who reported it. That's where I get all my news from. And <laughs> I mean, you boys have both been on my podcast in different capacities. And when mm-hmm. Matt was on my podcast, I said, Matt, is Matt and Alex going to come back? And he said, it might come back, but it wouldn't be on radio. And then the Daily Mail reported it. And you guys signed a multi-million dollar deal. I'm watching this happen. <laughs> I'm watching this happen in the press. Okay. <laughs> Matt and Fergus. Alex returned and I thought, okay, I'm the whiteboard where the idea started on. I know you're practicing for comedy festival because you just said this was a multi-million dollar deal and that is the biggest <laughs> joke of all. <laughs> so I reckon you're prime ready for this whole month. So you're saying, you know, obviously Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast is well on the way, much like um, the earth was at the time, to being a religion. And people were just thinking, you know, this this podcast has been here for, for billions of years, you know, but how did it start? Uh, some peop- some bright, you know, sparks in the future will go, well, in the beginning will probably be the first words. Fergus Neal created the, the rat dogs, the crumbs at the All Day Boys, Breakfast. I've updated the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia has <laughs> been updated and edited. It's happening right now as we speak. It's been going on. Uh, so you saw at Comedy Republic why I want to get in on this on mm. this million dollar podcast money is I bought a drink and I put it on Afterpay. You saw me do that in front of you. <laughs> Fergus, is, is everything okay? You're struggling for cash? What's going on? Well, boys, I wouldn't be if I, again, I'm the ideology of this pod and mm. I think Wikipedia says so, Daily Mail says so, all the, <laughs> the mm. big arbiters of knowledge have said so. Um, yeah, get me in. Well, hold on, hold on. I mean, aside from podcasting, which you did start at a very young age, you know, I mean, I remember coming into your podcast studio at was it Melbourne Uni. You you were yes. very baby faced back then and uh, yes. doing some good stuff, I must say. But I mean, that, that's all I've, I've known you to do. What sort of experience could you bring to a multi million dollar podcast like this? Give us some. What was what was your you know first job? My first job was I worked for a company called John's Nuts. All right. Shout out, John, where I had to dress up as a cashew. (laughs) The cashew cow. (laughs) Hey, hey, you you can make fun of me. Don't make fun of John. And I will go on the street. (laughs) Don't you dare slander John. Did you actually have to dress up as a cashew, Fergus? (laughs) Yes, I had to dress up as a cashew and go on the street. And hand out nuts to the public. I don't know where you've got this information. I'm surprised you've got this information somewhere. But that's no, you right. just told us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it yeah. seems like you yeah. had that in the background. No, I didn't. I didn't know. No, you talking about mum no. or something? That's how you get the million dollars. You're as quick as lightning when those uh, puns come to mind, Ferg. That's, that's how you do it. I reckon what happened, Matt probably saw me as a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I still do, Fergus. Now... <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, you step in here. <laughs> you were working for John's Nuts, and then how did you get into podcasting? How did I get into podcasting? Well, Matt, you remember, you would come down when I was like an 18-year-old at Melbourne Uni, and we would record the pod, and then we'd go downstairs and have like tuck shop prices, tuck shop price sushi, tuck shop price. <laughs> and then I think Matt was kind of like, did that even go to air? I'm not sure. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Just felt like having a chat. Uh, you know, when you're sitting like... in a cupboard with a, like an 18 year old, you're like, "Are you sure are these mics? Why do these mic cords not go anywhere?" They're just to put in context. Matt had been on Rove at that point, and he met me in a cupboard at Melbourne Uni <laughs> to record a podcast. Well, you know, there's many people listening who I'm sure have their own podcast. What's a what's a uh, a good way to be able to get 
you know, rove, you know, live television appearing comedians like Matt O'Kine on your podcast? I think I just DM'd Matt. Like, it wasn't like I had any, you know, images of Matt somewhere where I'm going to release him if he doesn't come on pod. It was always just... <laughs> People underestimate the slide, the DM slide, you know, it, it always works. Matt, you must have had a lot of free time then because I feel like I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> and I'm only a few days post John's nuts. <laughs> hey, Fergus, tell us about your new show, Fergalicious. Is it a bit of a mishmash, a bit of everything? Follow a story. What are you doing? Yeah, it's kind of the classic. It's got a narrative arc. So it's me coming against ethical dilemmas throughout the last three years. It's kind of like, you know, the ethical experiment, the trolley problem? Yeah, you uh, uh, yeah, do so you not decide. do anything, not get involved in an incident that will kill multiple yeah. people, or do you save them to kill someone else, which could be an immoral act? Yeah, so it's like that. It's where I'm making decisions on every track. So I'm trying to navigate life. Do I work for John's Nuts? Do I not... Um, do I come on this pod? Do I not? All these kind of big ethical dilemmas. I mean, I don't think coming on this pod killed anyone. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I mean, I can't be sure. Well, it's killed a few careers, but uh, as far as actual, actual literal deaths go, very, so very can you few. Give us, can you give us one little example of uh, one of these dilemmas? Well, I have one where... Um, Clementine Ford is now a Patreon member of my podcast, right? But mm. we had a back and forth dialogue before that, where we were arguing online about something like through a video form. So someone released a video and someone did a response video and then there was a response to the response and then there was a response to this response. 100%. Kind of like a think piece ping pong. (laughs) Mm, Okay. (laughs) A very nerdy way to put it. But yeah, it was a bit of a think piece (laughs) ping pong. And so I had to make a decision whether I engage or not engage. And now me and Clementine are friends. Shout out Clementine Ford. We're besties now. Well, now both of you have been on the show. So friends of the show. There you go. She's been on the go. show too. Did she yeah. mention me? I bet she didn't mention me. <laughs> she, didn't come up. It was in her contract to specifically avoid your name. Yeah. Um. But other than that, um, <laughs> that was fine. But as far as, you know, Melbourne International Comedy Festival just mm. kicking off. And but this goes for yes. any comedy festival. If you're going to see a show in Perth, in Darwin, in Brisbane, there is something that you need to keep in mind. And that is interactions with the audience. Because Ferg, when I see your videos on your uh, Instagram or TikTok, Often there could be a little bit of crowd dialogue. What are a few do's and don'ts for people attending a comedy show? I mean, I'm in a different uh, category because I love crowd interaction. You know, like at Dice or your club, Comedy Republic, I feel like you guys don't necessarily want people yelling out, but then when I go on stage, I welcome it. So I quite like hecklers. Uh, (laughs) You're a fool, Fergus. This is the exact opposite advice I wanted you to give. (laughs) No, don't yell out. Be be polite and listen yep. to the shows. Unless, Unless are prompted. Yeah. yeah, which I don't do, but people seem to yell out a lot when I'm on stage. I'm not sure. I think there are a lot of gaps. But, <laughs> but I mean, Matt, when are you coming back to comedy, bro? Well, what are you doing? We're waiting for you oh, to come man. back. Oh, man. Look, I dabbled in it again recently, but I think it's done. I need to let the new wave through, give you some room, man. And that's why uh, I'm excited about Fergalicious this <laughs> Comedy Festival, um, where you can get tickets to comedyfestival.com.au and I can just sit back, mm. watch you do your thing and heckle the bejeebas out of you. Yeah, and if you, you like um, so much. run into Fergus at the Comedy Republic bar, just get him to shout you a beer and he'll be painted off for the next four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Thanks, Ferg. <laughs> Thanks, Fergus. Good luck. Yeah, boys. Bye. <laughs>
Well, Matt, the time has come for me to reveal what I did in my sliding doors moment. Did I go and chat to the person? Did I continue on? And look, I just continued on with my day. I'm like, that's ah, funny, listening to the podcast. Because wow. I didn't want to be like a, you know, one of those people. It's like, hey, I do a podcast. I know you're not listening to this, um, but what are you listening to? So I can listen to it and try and get some pointers. Um, mm. Anyway, kept walking. Later on, get a message saying, hi, I'm the girl with the ridiculously large headphones who smiled with certified creepy enthusiasm as I walked past you a little bit earlier. Sorry, I couldn't stop for a chat. I was busy listening to today's episode, contemplating very seriously about setting my number for audio B reels because I'm not sure it's worth answering every scam call I receive. <laughs> so thank you, Meg, for being the first cab off the rank for the Matt and Alex mailbag. Well, if you were listening to the audio B Reels, Meg, you might have heard a couple of people's favorite listeners, uh, new callers, actually, is what I meant to say. Bretto said, How good was Phil? One of the best audio B Reels yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you again? Who was it? <laughs> I know you do a podcast. Can't blame you for thinking that. Um, even Gabby, who was Phil's daughter, who we got mm. onto Phil via, said uh, sent a screenshot of a message that Phil had sent her his daughter after being on the show. Said, and just like that, two stars are born on the podcast. Did they say that was their last show ever? Love, Dad. Um, <laughs> Gabby said, I mean, they've definitely peaked with us being on. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> I reckon Gab and Phil will be the next power comedy duo <laughs> in Australian radio. Mark my words. Yeah. Uh, Morningswood Farm got in touch with us as well regarding some of the bat talk that was happening, uh, been happening recently with people having bats in their house and bats flying in. Matt O'Kine getting guano on Wordle. <laughs> Morningswood Farm said, Ahoy, hoy, ADB crew. I think people are finding micro bats. Not baby bats in their houses and beds. Oh, interesting. Micro bats. I didn't know that. No, 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 no. Micro Batman. Not quite as, <laughs> not quite as scary, is it? No. No, he's probably driving his little Batmobile micro machine, which was a very <laughs> popular little uh, video game in uh, the Dyson household. Um, Jordan got in touch a little while ago about gifts that had turned into a bill saying my parents bought a car and were gifted a free photo shoot. So they gave the gift to my wife and we just had a baby. So we thought we'd like to have some family portraits done, right? Mm. We go in and have the free photo shoot. Then they get us back at a later date to go through all the photos. Let's have a look at the photos that we took. The photo shoot also came with a free print. So we're going through the pics and our family couldn't decide which free print we wanted. And if we wanted more, we had to purchase other packages so, oh. like some of those smaller photos and a few big large canvas one we ended up paying a few grand for 20-ish no. six by fours no. and a large framed photo we had to pay it off on a payment plan no. oh my God. <laughs> from free photo shoots to <laughs> thousands of dollars of prints <laughs> Goodness oh, me. Oh, dear. Well, Jordan, <laughs> I mean, that is the beauty of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It is free. There are no hidden costs for this beauty. You can listen to however many hundred episodes and uh, you mm. won't be charged a dime. Not even for things that extend from the podcast because we had a listener get in touch with us who was in dire need for a wedding choreographer because she had picked one of the purest songs of all time. Not walk down the aisle to, but play as the first dance after 
saying I do to the one she loves. She joins us now. Hello, Amanda from the Gold Coast. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you, Amanda. Now, you've suggested that you're going to play Kiss from a Sandstorm at your wedding, which is coming up in just a couple of months. And Alex Dyson has very kindly offered to choreograph the dance for you both. How are you feeling in the lead up? Uh, look, it's we're five weeks out now, so it's, it's getting to crunch time. <laughs> How are you at remembering intricate moves, Amanda? <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Uh, Daniel, on the other hand, might be another story. Okay, well, I mean, I've seen Alex Dyson's dancing in real life and on several of his highly viewed TikToks and Instagram <laughs> reels. And uh, the movements that I see, I liken them to someone who's just had a spider crawl down the back of their shirt. Um, so do you think do you think five weeks is enough time to master these moves? Uh, yeah, I think we've got it. We've got it. Mm. Well, the good news is to end the week, Amanda, this week I popped on the short shorts, popped the sweatband on the head, and I have come up with a dance for you. Okay? Yep. Now, um... What do you reckon the best way is for me to teach you and your wonderful partner? Um, a video, Zoom, uh, uh, or what's Is that the... enough, Amanda? Is that well, yeah. enough? I mean, for most online choreography courses, it would be, but I've had troubles in the past with pixel rate, you know, rendering over the internet. We're going to have a delay on it. The sound might not be there. Amanda, how would you feel if I came and taught you the dance on the Gold Coast in person. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that is beyond <laughs> our wildest dreams and expectations, <laughs> and that would be absolutely incredible. Well, I'm going to try and make it happen, Amanda. I mean, I haven't booked the flights yet, but um, <laughs> and you never know with these bad weather plays. I saw it on the news the other day, but I say to you, Amanda, my hips will be as close to your own and your partners as possible. <laughs> and if that doesn't sound like a menage a trois, then nothing will. <laughs> well, can't wait to see the finished product, Amanda. We'll keep you updated on Alex's travels to up there to the Gold Coast to visit you, to teach you in real person, the legend in flesh. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast. It's been awesome hanging out. We will catch you next week. Yeah, we can't wait. In the meantime, keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex with any messages, audio or videos that you'd love to share. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.